Let's go talk to Dan Miller, voice of the Lions. Voice of the Lions. Uh, he is standing by here on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. How you doing, my man? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Uh, what would you say was the good and bad, best and worst? I know it's a preseason football game. It's always cool to have that first one uh, happen, and then you can't wait for the regular season. But what was some of the good and bad you took for Friday night? Uh, I think that good was the pressure they were able to put on the passer when you get five sacks, six tackles for loss. I think you, you like what you're able to do defensively. I thought some of their guys defensively, Branch Campbell, really showed up, did a nice job out there. Um, I think offensively, you know, they they were kind of fits and starts, didn't finish some drives, had a couple of turnovers. Those are never good. And I think that, you know, overall, I think if you're Dan Campbell and you look at it and you say, look, we've been coaching these guys up for a while now. We had a chance to, to win a game and sent 11 guys out there for offense to get the go-ahead score. They did that. Then they sent 11 guys out there for defense to try to prevent them from scoring, and they did that. So, you know, regardless of who's going out there, with the understanding that these will not be pivotal guys once the regular season starts, for the most part, um, I, I think you're happy that you saw guys execute uh, late in the game in, you know, a situation where it's either win or lose, and, and they did that. And, you know, just because guys may not make the team or something along those lines, you don't want them to go out there and not – look like you've been working with them and they have been practicing and, and working in those end game situations, which they do pretty much every day. So I, I would say those are the things that jumped out at me. Gibbs had a couple of moments too. Um, you know, Coda had, did a nice job in there at receiver for everything that went, that came his way. Julian O'Quara needed a big game and had a big game. And, and, he, and I think frankly, he's going to need more, um, but we'll, we'll see where it goes from here. But um, there's always flashes from some guys play to play. Guys don't play that many snaps, but I'd say those are probably the things that jumped out. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I really like how quick the defense looked to the ball, and then Maurice Alexander's punt return was sweet. And you know, special teams not, not a work in progress. You got Raymond, uh, but you know the kicking game and everything. Punter, you're fine with Fox, but you know special teams. I'm keeping my eye on and. I think moving forward, Dan, it will be, you know, Bridgewater getting used to the offense. How much will we see of Bridgewater in the final two preseason games? What are your thoughts on Teddy? I think that depends on how they feel about him over the next couple of days in, in the joint practices against Jacksonville on, on Wednesday and Thursday to see where they think he is physically and then get him back out there, you know, full speed in a game against Jacksonville coming up on Saturday. I think they're going to kind of go by where Teddy is in terms of his conditioning and just make sure that he's right for Kansas City and, and that he's in you know, the best shape possible. He hasn't been in off-season workouts with anybody. He hasn't been in camp for a couple of weeks with anybody. So there may be some catching up there to do physically. So I think he has to do that. And to your point about special teams, look, I think that's going to be a, a work in progress right down to uh, the end of training camp because it's so reliant upon the back end of the roster and there are some positions where that's a little bit fluent in the back end of the roster. So I, I do think, you know, Coach Phipp, like he does every year because of the turnover on a team, will we'll have his work cut out for him. So, um, you know, Teddy, I think, is is just relying upon how these coaches feel he is physically. And then special teams, you know, when you uh, lose core guys year to year, I just think it, it does become, you know, C.J. Moore was a core guy for them. Uh, when you lose those guys, you got to replace them, and that'll be a project that goes right down to those final cuts because those final couple of decisions 
might be made with with uh, special teams in mind. So, what are the big uh, roster spot battles you think on this team looking ahead to those final two preseason games? Well, I think in terms of playing time, it's it's linebacker is one that I'm watching because Alex Anzalone is going to start, and then you got three guys bidding to be the starter at the other linebacker spot, and I think. You know, Campbell took, I thought, some nice steps, but they've really uh, appreciated what Barnes has done this year. And then they make the point to tell you that, you know, Rodriguez hasn't backed down at all. So uh, I still think ultimately it will be Jack Campbell in there at some point, if not right at the beginning of the season. I just think he brings the complete package and coverage and, and you know, sure tackling. Uh, I, I think there's some numbers in there at a couple of these places on the on the defensive line in particular where, you may see some guys that, that we've grown to know their name get released. It's almost impossible to think that you won't see some of those guys get released at the end just because there's so many numbers there. Offensively, you know, I don't know if there's so much a battle as there is them looking for guys to define themselves as offensive linemen number 7 through 10 or 7 through 11, however many they keep. I think they know who their top six is, but I think they're trying to figure out who the guys are beyond that. I think Sorsdale will certainly be one of them. Uh, but the rest of those guys, I think that's really fluid, really up in the air, and they got to figure that out. And Dan Campbell's made the point that he's waiting for guys to show them that. And um, receiver, you know, I, could there be a back-end battle there between uh, Drummond and Dakota? Yeah, there could. Uh, you do throw Mims in that battle, maybe. Uh, he's such a, you know, he's got so many physical tools that maybe he gets the benefit of the doubt because of the speed that he's got and the size that he's got. But uh, I'm watching that as well. And, and I'd say that's kind of what I'm looking at. I mean, you know, Justin Jackson leaving does open that third running back spot for somebody to come in there and grab. We'll have to wait and see what happens there. And then probably back to defense, just seeing how they dole out playing time in that secondary because I think Branch is just making it almost impossible for him not to be on the field. He's just he's just really done everything they've asked and more much quicker than I think anybody could have anticipated. Yeah, I'm trying to think about a guy who comes up and, and I know it's one preseason game, uh, but I, I, I looked at that hit he had and I'm going, you know, Benny Blades old school maybe. I'm trying to think of a safety that was that active, that athletic, that quick and Again, you're seeing the athletes, and you mentioned Gibbs sticks out, and you know J-Mo, still a work in progress, but I just like where this team is going. Question is, Dan, before I let you go, are we going to see golf at all in the preseason? I doubt it. Yeah. I, I really don't think you will. I mean, I don't have any inside information on that. He wasn't going to play at all in the preseason last year. Uh, the only reason he played in that third game is because he demanded it. Um, I just think with two joint practices, they feel like those reps are, are more than enough for them to feel comfortable with a lot of their veterans. And, and I, don't, I, I don't think you'll see a lot of them in game action until they get to Kansas City. And J-Mo, you know, the speed, uh, you know, you watch Gibbs and the versatility, and that's, that's why they drafted him. We, we didn't see him last year because he's coming off the knee injury. Now he got the six-game suspension, but he is getting the preseason as valuable to him. Just your thoughts on where J-Mo is right now. Bad drop he had. You got to make that play. I mean, that's that's what he's here for is to make those plays. And and ultimately, I, I would like to see him be more than a home run hitter to to where he is um, somebody that 
you know, I don't look at him or think of him as a, you know, 42 catch a year guy. You know, I best case scenario, he's a year guy, 75 catch a year guy who's, who's out there making plays, catching different routes, runs a full route tree. But, um, you know, it, it starts with blocking. And I thought he showed a willingness the other night to do that. But, uh, you know, they got him open uh, against Deontay Banks and Sudfeld laid a perfect ball in there and he's got to make that catch. And, and, uh, it's been talked about, but his hands are a concern, and they've got to be better, and he's got to be better. And you know, Dan Campbell's talked about some things that he's working on to to try to improve it, but um, that is troubling. And and because we do see it in practice as well, it is troubling. And um, I think it's just something that that bears watching. He's got all the physical tools, can do anything that you'd want a receiver to do. Cat, you know, get by somebody run after the catch, um, but catching is also a key part of it. And, and I'm not you know, sitting here telling you you can't catch, but the, the concentration level and the, the number of drops is something that bears watching and uh, is something that I'm certainly keeping an eye on because that was that's the play right there, man, that you're looking for. I mean, you went up against, like I said, a number one draft pick in, in, in Banks and, and had him beat. And got a perfect pass and didn't make the play. And then that's what he's here to do is to make those plays. Dan Miller makes plays every day on TV in Detroit, also on the Lions Radio Network. My man, always appreciate your breakdown of the Lions. Enjoy your Monday evening. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man.